0: Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the November 2009 edition of Poetry Superhighway Live. Uh, How y'all doing? Are you in a candy coma after last night's festivities? We are here in Van Nuys because we didn't have that many kids as we uh, usually do, which we blame on our neighbors for not uh, being home. Uh, We kind of rely on them to uh, send them down our street and live kind of on a secluded little area, which is uh, which is generally how we like it because we are against people and we're against having them anywhere near us. So um, it usually works out pretty well. But on Halloween, we kind of like it when, when people come by and uh, demand candy from us. And we, we prepare all kinds of lovely little things. We spend thousands of dollars, uh, actually, on treats for the kids. And we had like half a kid yesterday. Um, so we loaded or her up. I forget uh, what gender it was. Um, it was hard to tell with the costume. It was just dressed as, like, the city of New York or something. I, I don't remember. But anyway, um, so we got rid of all this stuff. But then there was this whole box of chocolate we didn't give away. So pretty much we've been eating it nonstop since then. So that's how I am. Uh, I hope you guys are doing well, and I'm looking forward to hearing your poetry. If you'd like to call in and read during today's open reading, the number is area code 646. 646- 716 7362 or you can use that handy click to talk button on the on the page. I see that it's now working on on Macintosh as well. Though typically when someone uses that um, it does sound a little funky. Um, so you have to you have to actually be using uh, headphones and have your your sound off. Otherwise you're going to not hear that I've referred to you if you're using click to talk and you're going to hear the show happening twice and it's going to be a delay and it will probably melt your brain and kill you. So uh, keep that in mind if you use the click to talk as opposed to the call-in. We have no content or style restrictions as usual, and and so call in and read your poetry. I expect to hear in a a little bit from the winner of the recently finished Poetry Superhighway Poetry Contest. Jim Knowles has uh, said that he would call in. He was the first place winner of the contest that ended... Uh, earlier this month, that we actually announced on the uh, actually earlier this month, it's November 1st, <laughs> uh, that we announced in last month's show the special uh, uh, broadcast of Poetry Super Highway Live, where we announced the winners of the Poetry Super Highway Live contest. So perhaps you've read Jim's poem online, he should be calling in later, and we'll see. You never know what's going to happen, uh, you never know. So. Uh, Moving along, we're going to get to our first caller uh, from the. uh, Well, gosh, I already know who this is, so I don't even need to tell you that. It's Nicole Nicholson from uh, Columbus, Ohio. Hi. Uh,
1: Hello, Rick. I'm glad to be on here today. How are you doing today?
0: I'm doing well, thanks. How are you doing?
1: I'm doing pretty good. Um, I can totally relate to the candy coma thing. Um, We weren't able to actually stay home and pass out candy. Um, Our trick or treat night was Thursday here in Columbus. We weren't actually able to stay home and pass out candy because I had a schedule conflict. So uh, my doctor got the candy and my coworkers got the candy, but we've been saving the rest and chowing down. So woohoo us. Anyway. Well, wait a minute.
0: Um, uh, hold on a second. Your, sure. your trick or treat day was, was Thursday.
1: Yeah, that's how it is in um, most parts of Ohio. We typically, unless the 31st falls on a weeknight, we typically do not do trick or treat night on Halloween itself. Uh, crazy, isn't it?
0: Yeah, that is crazy. What what gives you the right? <laughs> you know,
1: <laughs> I don't know. Talk to most of the um, city councils in Ohio. It's all over the place here.
0: What What's the? Do you know what the reasoning for that is?
1: I think they like to have it on a weeknight. I, I, I think that's their reasoning. They typically like to have it on the Thursday before Halloween. Interesting. Or the, thir- the Thursday before the last day of the month. I meant to say.
0: So what what happens actually on Halloween? It sounds like it's a it's a non event.
1: Well, in this town, lots of partying.
0: Okay. Well that's yeah, good.
1: Especially, especially if you go up near the OSU campus, lots of partying. And if you go out to um, Athens, Ohio, even more partying.
0: Is it I mean, is it actually illegal to trick or treat on on Halloween if it if it doesn't fall on the, the Thursday before or whatever?
1: It's not illegal. It's just the fact that most cities designate the Thursday night before trick or treating. I can think of one suburb here that actually does it on Halloween, but most of most of the uh, central Ohio area does not do their trick or treating on Halloween itself. It's kind of weird.
0: That is weird. Yes. Well, that's it. It's good to know that. How th- you know, you think uh, you think things are the same everywhere. There's certain universalities that you. That you count on, you know, and then, and I guess you you become aware that things are different when you travel and and get to other places. That's sort of the source of most of my poetry, as a matter of fact. When I'm when I go out into the world, I'm I'm kind of commenting on the things that are different, the the absurdities or, or what I view as, mm-hmm. as absurdities or differences. But um,
1: well, anyway, um,
0: uh, I assume you have a poem
1: to share with us. Uh, yes, I do. Um, this poem is kind of the result of a random pick. Um, I didn't know why I wanted to read today, so I asked my fiancé to pick two numbers at random. Um, one to basically say, am I going to read something I wrote before June 30th or after June 30th? And then I asked him to pick a random number for what month afterwards. And so that kind of narrowed it down. And so I've got a poem that I wrote in September, actually. And the only kind of rationale that, as to why I'm reading it right now... The main one is I wrote it in September. That's kind of the random draw. But also, I decided on this one when I looked at it because it's kind of got a surreal feel to it. I guess just having had Halloween happen, I I guess it's kind of appropriate. And I call it Eclipse, and here it goes. I am surrounded by my brothers, the trees. Their leaves weave a broken green canopy above my head. The sun casts her veil, a gentle waterfall of lucent gold, tumbling in perfect straight lines to earth through an opening in the leafy roof high above my head. I stand beneath, shut my eyes for a moment, and let the spirit of sunlight fall onto my face, holding my breath until the moon moves into place the burnt orange on the back of my eyelids fades into black and i open my eyes to find the moon wearing her crown a lion's mane of white fire tipped with electric blue and now the sunlight waterfall has turned to dust a silver tumbling of the moon's skin onto my face i open my mouth and swallow the still frames in front of my face begin to wave and jiggle around the edges Undulating their borders like wild mayonnaise with wine-soaked eyes, dancing in a wavy orgasm until they blur into black. I park the forest, walking north out of the crowd of trees, running fingers past rugged wooden stomachs to say my goodbyes. I need no staff. I need no tablets. I have only one commandment stamped onto the puny muscle of red in my chest. ...that now beats a steady drum and swells to bursting. Thou shalt explore. Thou shalt probe this night and ride these strange waves of vacillation. Hold on tight to the neck of the chaotic unicorn as he dances in time... ...to these undulations and threatens to toss you off into the nether. This directive sounds out its glyphs in my ribcage, plays curves, jots, and tittles on golden harp strings until they threaten to storm my throat and escape out into the liquid blue air and fringe leaf congregations hovering around my face. I stare my intent straight ahead until I bore a hole through the throng of trees. Underneath the sun-crowned moon lies the lake, a liquid mirror that sleeps in silence beneath the black of night, I stop at its edge, reach into water, and slide my hand past its fluid skin. As it opens itself up, almost arcing upward to cling to my wrist, to embrace my flesh, to swallow my hand as lips would enclose a cock, I bend over, curling as a fetal. I want to go back into the womb. I dive in smoothly, to slip past the lake's surface to cross the border between water and air. I'm going under. I sail downward, a human arrow past startled schools of fish, packs of silver ellipses flanked by fins that curve and dart out of my way. I watch loose hands of green weed wave slow goodbyes to me as I pass, descending further down into the dark, and now my fingers reach the rocky bottom. I freeze my nerves, lock my muscles, wait for my fingertips to bounce off a solid bottom, wait for the shock waves to rock my bones with small echoes of pain. But they slide past the rocks and into the mud beneath. This lake bottom is greedy, swallowing my hands just like the surface did. And now the rocks and mud inhale my arm, then my shoulders, next my head, and now my whole body pulling me into itself. I shut my eyes and see three more glyphs. Ayin, Beth, and Raish, shining in gold against the darkness. Arar, crossing over. Indeed, now I break through bottom to the other side. I emerge past the carpet of grass into air, and my hair is no longer wet from Lake Desire. My face is dry with no evidence of my water journey. The moon hangs, uncrowned, a silver earring teasing me through a curtain of cotton candy clouds that collect themselves in clumps and spread thin fog veils throughout the sky. Around her, pinprick stars, silvery white blood emerging through holes in the black, Below her, the silhouettes of mountains form an M on the horizon, flanked by trees standing stately and casting their afro-crowns up into the sky until they begin to touch those clouds. And now I grab handfuls of that sky, pull them to my nose, and smell this air made out of suspended water, tree perfume, soil soaked with yesterday's rain, and grass straining with backs bent under the heavy loads of water. I squeeze these handfuls of air until they bleed liquid, dropping black wax onto the ground. I rotate my wrists as I squeeze them, and vinyl records, aching and tattooed with grooves, form at my feet. I turn around and find another forest behind me. It is nothing like the one I came from. These men... Excuse me, these men stand with argentate trunks, each wearing a cascade of curled golden leaves tumbling from their heads and holding the eldritch amber glow of fiery backlight in their slim, stirring, sterling arms. I pick, up my black rib cage, sorry, I pick up my black ribbed messengers of vinyl and walk past them, crunching leaf and twig under my feet. And suddenly, in the midst of the silver, sylvan collective, I find a turntable lying on the ground. I pick up the tone arm, lay one of the records gently on the platter, and it begins to spin by the magic of sheer thought. I lower the tone arm, connect stylus with vinyl, and make needle-kiss groove, and the sounds of clarinets melting, violin strings snapping and bending in on themselves, and organ pipes marching heavy foot feet up my back, slur emerges slowly from the depths of spinning, slick black. The same moon dust I inhaled before now falls from my eyes and lands as silvery puddles of powder on the record. And instantly, I am reduced to the height of nothing. Standing inside a black, slippery trench with the sky and the gold treetops of the puissant forest spinning madly above me. I could do nothing but dance inside this groove as golden yods, haze, and vogs fly up the vinyl past my face and into the night air. I reach out. Touch this, smooth, reflective skins, and watch those glyphs shiver and leave a hint of gold sparkle on my fingertips. And I dance, cojoin with the sounds flying up from around my feet. Tonight, I am the music.
0: Wow, Nicole, that was uh, that was an epic piece. Um, Thank you. It covered just about every image I've ever experienced in my life. Um,
1: well done. Thank
0: you. Good reading. Good Thank reading. you. Um, cool. Um, anything uh, you want to quickly mention that's going on in the Columbus area?
1: Well, um, um, most, of the, most of the open mics are uh, running their normal schedules. Um, both the, the two major open mics in town, writer's block and writing wrongs, are right now having slam-offs to determine who each group will tend to represent at the Women of the World Poetry Slam, which is happening in March. And actually, that brings me to a big piece of news, which is that the annual Women of the World Poetry Slam, which is held by Poetry Slam Incorporated, will be taking place in Columbus, Ohio, next March. The first two years... Yeah, the first two years, which was 2008 and 2009, those competitions were held in Detroit, but this year it's in Columbus. Uh, the major poetry groups are very excited about it. Uh, right now they're raising funds to make sure that, they, that the ability is there to put on a really great show and to have a really great um, final slam-off, and the whole Columbus poetry community is looking very forward to having this event here.
0: That's cool. Um, what a coup for you guys to get that show, and I'm sure we'll hear more about it to, um, from you uh, as we get closer to the event. Well, Nicole, thanks for calling in. I want to get to some other callers, but uh, thanks, as always, for, for being here and for that uh, reading that epic piece for us. Thank you. All right, have a good one. That was uh, Nicole Nicholson calling from Columbus, Ohio, a repeat offender here on Poetry Superhighway live. uh, The number to call in if you would like to share your poetry is uh, 646-716-7362. Moving now to a caller from the 908 area code. Hello.
2: Hey, Rick. Uh, I have to get right to this because this too is quite involved. And uh, can you hear me?
0: Yes, is this David?
2: Yes, this is David. Yes, from Newark, New Jersey, the lush rolling hills. Now, this piece was inspired by the never ending pasta bowl from a national restaurant chain specializing in Italian food. There are some people, some screen names mentioned here because this was an experiment uh, on a uh, thread, on a, a, a forum. And uh, it just kind of took a life of its own. And there's a line in there in Italian. And the only, the, it simply means that the head chef. Wants to have sex. (laughs) That's what the line means. So when you hear it, you'll know what it means. Uh, Here it is. Here it is. Bubula, oh Bubula, taking her seat, desiring all that's been left to eat. But Bubula, oh Bubula, at the very least, Desiring more than just merely a feast. Bubula, oh Bubula, on the park bench, Drives suddenly crazy with her fluent French. Mira oh, who leaves him for dead as she smacks him upside his fuzzy head. Mubala, <laughs> <Just stupid. laughs> oh, Bubala, will you sell your soul to indulge at the never-ending pasta bowl? Mira oh, bubola, there's still more to eat, just enough room for a decadent sweet. Mula, oh mula, do not be deterred by my malodorous flatulence, however absurd. Mula, oh mula, please give me more rope to improve my aroma with perfume and soap. Mula, oh mula, my sickle coquette, my flatulence is raging and hasn't stopped yet. i try tried to control it, but find that I can't. Since my Bula forsook me for that renegade gogant. Bula, oh Bula, the bubbly has popped. The foam overflows and my flatulence has stopped. Renegade, oh renegade, you've made me a wreck. The least you can do is to pick up the check. Bula, oh Bula, it's far for the course. I was never aware that you eat like a horse. Boobala, oh I've the inestimable thrill to watch your dear renegade pay the whole bill. Boobala, oh boobala, you haven't stopped yet. The tab's now the size of the National Debt. Renegade, oh renegade, with penniless hands. To pay for your boobala, you'll wash pots and pans. I'll for the bill that you could not afford. You'll do dishes forever as Studley's reward, as payback for the coveted heart that you stole with the enticement of never-ending pasta bowl. oh, I scarcely can tell whether my dubious hygiene makes my poems to smell. I'll borrow more Yiddish, as befitting a schmuck. At least now I know that my poems don't suck. Bubula, oh, Bubula, so cute and so thin. Wearing the clothes that she's always fit in. Boobala, oh, boobala, we can't eat like that. Out eating an army but still stugly gets fat. Tape, my dear tape, it's a wonderful start. Reconciling with Boobala will gladden my heart. I'll eat it noxious odors as we toast our good luck. Then we'll fill paper cups with some lukewarm cold duck. Throw out your corkscrew, get rid of your fork. You know that you're in shit when the wine has no cork. Ripple and swizzle and wines of that ilk. You're better off drinking twelve-year-old milk. Be ever vigilant, oh my dear Pape, for all so-called wine that has never seen grape. Such lethal concoctions that would detent the shark. Keep drinking that swill and you'll grow in the dark. Bubula, oh Bubula, your secret is out. How you procure your pasta with considerable clout. A liver and shaker we cannot deny. But why then, oh Bubula, is the bill so damn high? Well then, O boolah, it's hard to conceive, for some scamp has been taking the change that I leave, unjustly collecting for our free pasta bowls, I suspect Reaganomics, since my pockets have holes. Boolah, oh Buddha, now please hear me out, you make Bernie Madoff sing like a boy scout, and even though painless with compromised heart, I'm consoled with bow movement and lotorous fart. I'm struggling the portly, a corpulent mess. I lay wasteful cities with foul smelling gas. Courtship with bubulas an impossible task, since she always requires the use of a mask. Mubala or Bubala sips the finest of wines but if she only could read between proverbial lines. I prefer a good flushing, since my bowels are so tight, with feared apparatus inserted just right. Oh, enema, oh, enema, so undeniably true, that a day without sunshine is a night without you. To defeat consternation is my preferable end, as the great apparatus is my only friend. Oh, do you know what those Italian words mean? Because I notice your dainties have a slight tinge of green. It must be the landfill on this very street. Do you know what's Italian for a radioactive sweet? The dessert looks quite tempting, such a decadent treat. But it's sinful because it's begun to sprout feet. It moves resolutely on out through the door. Please don't pursue it, or we'll see you no more. Bubula, oh Bubula, bitter sweet to the taste. It's the vast sumptuous banquet of nuclear waste. Bubula, oh Bubula, how fickle you are. With gabaloco supremo, vulgar a Bubula, oh Bubula, were you made aware of health department warnings of the dubious fare? They've tried their very best. To remain so discreet, despite questionable origin of mystery meat. You may go to the queue if you've garnered the nerve. As cat parmesan is the first item they'll serve. Vermin vermicelli with so much on display. With pit bull lasagna in this unique buffet. Mosquito minestrone ranks high on the list. Risotto of is not to be missed, an interesting arrangement that's all for the best, for il yamoloko will give bula the rest, bula, oh bula, we're all at a loss, to explain what it is that is under the sauce, a stranger of with eyes full of hate, spouts russlumbod doctrine from deep in my plate, among the entrees one might happen to choose, with Fusilli corkscrews in Botticelli shoes, pasta Primavera and all things unholy, staff Salmonella, cow, and E. coli, obtaining experience that's second to none, as the patrons at once are all starting to run, from the normal your meatball that's growing in size, well-enciding to pay with his trio of eyes. He seeks out his victims according to brand, of all briefs and jockeys that might be at hand. With atomic wedgie as the worst of your fears, he then forces your underwear up over your ears. A dessert of the like, that I've never seen with muscular arms turning fluorescent green my dessert then attacks me knocking me to the floor administers a chokehold until I can't take no more oh, is it really my fault that my desserts now been charged with atrocious assault being mugged by mutant pastry to me makes no sense which is not even found in the table of elements Bivola, oh, Villa, so pure and serene. Rolls up her sleeves for her next vaccine. Those inoculations are making the rounds. At least then you won't pack on any more pounds.
0: <laughs> that was
2: just for fun.
0: Well, wow, David, I think I saw your entire life flash through my eyes. That, <laughs> that was um, another epic poem. You know, we just get, like, light- Three of those, and I won't have to talk at all on this show. It's going to get much easier. I'll just like you know put you guys on the air and leave. That's um, <laughs> amazing. That was that was quite involved. Bubala, were you saying there? Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. Listen, all, all that was all that was was uh, uh, instruction. I I teach poetry, so I, I was trying to uh, <coughs> I was trying to put into practice what I had been teaching, because in this never-ending pasta thing, they were just so lame with their, well, buy you a beer, and, and then there were their flirtations. And I wanted to show them the richness in absurdity, how the absurd is good. And it's your, it's your ally in, in poetry, especially lyric poetry, because I, I was teaching lyric I was teaching like dramatic uh, uh, <laughs> narratives and that kind of thing. So that's what I did. This, this, well, it came out, out. of
0: the uh, of the absurd, David. So thank you for sharing that with us. I'm gonna I'm gonna move on to some other callers, but uh, good to hear your work as always. Thanks for calling in today.
2: Thank you so much, Rick. Thank you. Bye bye.
0: Bye. That was uh, David Nebs calling from Newark, New Jersey, uh, and. Uh, a regular here on Poetry Superhighway Live with his uh, epic Bubula poem, as it were. Um, moving on, uh, if you'd like to call in, uh, 646-716-7362 is the number. Love to try to get you on the air. Um, of course, any more epic pieces like that, we, we, we may just not make it. But we're going to do the best that we can to uh, to get you on the air in the, in the next half hour that we uh, have here. You're listening to Poetry Superhighway Live. Kind of an exciting... Show title, don't you think? Uh, moving on to a caller from the nine four nine area code. Hi.
3: Hi, Rick. This is Howard Yosha calling from the San Clemente Art Fair. Um, I'm gonna read a poem called "Fight for Your
0: Life." I Howard. Yes. Oh, I, was just, I was just gonna see. Are you you're actually in San Clemente now, or you you exist only at the art fair? No, I'm I'm from Laguna Hills. I'm oh, at I the see. art festival okay. now well how cool that you are uh, bringing live art to the art festival yes go ahead let's hear your poem okay
3: Uh, fight for your life tired of life on the couch tired of eating vending machine fried fast food tired of talking down walking talking down any exercise tired of being tired sick of being sick childhood games of hide and seek turn into adult games of drinking snacking couch tv playing baseball is now watching baseball on tv don't lay down and die get off the couch and join me forget pain forget sorrow forget down talk forget fear crawl walk jog run with me tired of excuses tired of i cannot exercise tired of i will not walk tired of being tired sick of being sick Childhood games of tag in the park turn into adult habits of drive through fast food bliss. Walk home from school for games of pickup. Now drive home for drive through hamburgers, soda, fries, supersize. Don't lay down and die. Get off the couch and join me. Forget pain. Forget sorrow. Forget down talk. Forget fear. Crawl. Walk. Jog. Run with me.
0: That's it, Howard. What a gr- great piece! Thanks for calling in and uh, and sharing it. No problem. I, I, I wanted to like thank that. you all, I wanted to thank you uh, also for uh, a separate from poetry. You're my friend in uh, Mafia Wars on Facebook, and it's uh, and uh, you know I appreciate the participation and um, and familial ties you lend me there.
3: No problem. I'll I'll keep uh, keep up the good work and win some more uh, fights in
0: Mafia Wars. We appreciate it. Anything uh, going on in in poetry down in the in the Laguna Hills area or or Orange County? You want to let us know about before I let you go. Um,
3: well, I, I was uh, in a uh, subject in an LA Times article on Monday. Uh, Patients kicked the insulin habit. Uh, it's about how I lost 65 pounds and got off my diabetic medication. And uh, oh, for poetry. Reading, cool. I've been... Thank you. I've been going to the Ugly Mug and T-Bot Bach. Uh, ugly Mug every Wednesday night, and T-Bot Bach, just uh, go to their website.
0: Cool. So the Ugly Mug, that's poetryidiots.com, um, a good reading, good weekly reading series in, in the city of Orange, California. Um, what, what is the T-Bot Bach website? Do you know offhand? T-Bot Bach.org. dot horg Another good uh, reading series um, uh, put on by a non a nonprofit organization known as T-Bot Box, so they do a lot of other things as well. Great. Well, enjoy the art fair, and thanks for calling in. Thank you. Take it easy. You too. That was uh, Howard Yosha calling from, uh, well, currently from San Clemente, uh, California. He's wandering around an art fair there, but he lives in Laguna Hills, and he's my friend on Facebook, and we play Mafia Wars together, so so that's good. Um, all right, moving on, uh, we have a caller from the 323 area code. Hi. 323, are you there? All right, I guess not. <laughs> moving on to a caller from the 407 area code. Hello.
4: Hi, Rick. Hello. Can you hear me now? I I could hear you the first time. Uh, just making sure. Hi, uh cool. this is Jay Bradley from Orlando. Hi, Jay Bradley. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet um, you as
0: well. I keep looking into flights to Orlando and they're very expensive, you should know.
4: Yeah, uh, it's it all depends on the day as I'm figuring out for my own book tour and stuff.
0: Oh, cool. You're you're uh, you're putting a book tour together.
4: Yeah, I'm doing, uh, I'm doing uh, what I like to call a sporadic book tour. So um, I have a day job and everything. And as you know, um, poetry, unfortunately, I'm not at that level yet where poetry pays the bills. So I'm working my way up towards it. But my first collection just came out through Rampersand Books called Dodging Traffic. Um, and I'm doing some shows in uh, New Orleans, Atlanta, New York, and Chicago.
0: Cool, that's awesome. Well, if you think you might make it out to L.A., I've got a Tuesday night spot. Um, I'm actually booked the rest of this year, but I've got uh, dates open uh, in uh, starting in 2010, and I'm always happy to support uh, poets who are traveling through town. So uh, uh, keep that in mind
4: awesome. as your sporadic Very-
0: book tour continues.
4: So you got a, you got a sample for us? Um, yes, I do, actually. Um, let me just go ahead and get to it really quick. Tale of Contents are your friends. And yes,
0: i uh, just had lunch with one.
4: A table of contents? Yes. Awesome. That's because they're your friends and such. Ah, okay. <laughs> um, this is um, from Dodging Traffic. This is also is currently featured in Dog's Plot. Um, it's called Doing It Norse Style. Before wooing a woman, tell the band of Vikings huddled in your knuckles, take the day off. Until they wield bouquets skillfully, you cannot spend another Monday morning counting coins of broken glass cached beneath your skin. Wow, is that the whole piece?
0: That's it. That's that's wonderful. What a great... I was in from word one. uh, uh, Vikings. Um, Very cool. Uh... Jay, how, do you, how do people refer to you? Jay, Jay Bradley,
4: Bradley? Yeah, they just go, just Jay or Jay Bradley's fine.
0: <laughs> cool. Well, um, enjoyed that uh, a lot. Do you have another poem that's equally as
4: short? Um, yeah. I don't I usually haven't... give
0: people two poems, but uh, what the hell if they're that short?
4: Yeah, um, actually they are. Um, let me give you another one. Um, this is Check Yes. You look worn like a youth hostile mattress. It doesn't mean you take compliments like a dry pap smear. That's hot. If you say yes, I promise not to be one of those claw machines where you're all hands, no satisfaction. I will dress like hope, open the door for you like the mouth of an alligator, talk to you like a rigged game of Russian roulette. I will wear anthrax like lipstick. So if you like kissing me, we have the whole quarantine to really get acquainted. So how about Friday night, 7 p.m.? I'll forget the Bible so I can know you biblically. Wow.
0: Uh, wonderful. What? What's, do you have a, a website or something for
4: your work? Um, iHeartFailure.net is my official pro blog. It has links to some of the the other magazines that I've been featured in as well. Um, I, I, this has been a really good year for me. I'm featured in a lot of um electronic magazines. And uh interesting fact as well, Rick, um about seven years ago I was actually one of your po um poets of the week.
0: That is an interesting fact. I kind of recognized your name, but uh, I know with that yeah, I don't think you've been on the show before. Um, this is one of the cool things about doing this show. I'm actually hearing voices and, and meeting people who I've interacted with either regularly or at least at one point or another over the last oh I don't know 12 years or so that Poetry Superhighway has been been happening. Um, so very cool that you called in. IHeartBradley.net is that is that correct?
4: IHeartFailure. IHeartFailure.net. Is that I H E A R T? Uh, yeah, just, uh, yeah. I heart H E A R T failure like failure dot net. Um, I'm easily Googleable. Googleable. Um, if you just type in failure loves company, um, you'll find my um my pro blog really quick.
0: Awesome, cool. Well, Jay, I hope that this isn't the last time that you call into the show. Really loved your work. Um, and good luck with the book and the tour. Thank you, Rick. <laughs> All right, take it easy. That was uh, uh, Jay Bradley calling from Orlando, Florida. Um, the number is six four six seven one six seven three six two. Gonna try to get to everyone who uh who is on the line, but I see um it looks like um it looks like Jim Knowles has uh, made it. Jim, are you there? Uh
5: yeah.
0: Okay. Hi. Sorry I was a little late. Uh, oh, no problem at all. Um it's uh, a Jim uh, as I mentioned at the top of the show, was the winner of the of this year's Poetry Superhighway Contest scored in first place out of the 461 poems or so that uh, that came in. Congratulations. Oh, thanks. Do you uh, do you enter many contests? Is is you know?
5: Yeah. This was the first one, so you know I was starting a campaign. So this is was quite encouraging. <laughs> yeah, that's that's pretty good. You're,
0: you you've won 100 percent of the contests you've entered. That's that's not bad. <laughs> At the, at this point, what uh, what prompted what
5: prompted you to enter? Um, oh, wait a second! I was in last year's. That's right. That was the only one last year. Well, it was really uh, it was a good one to start with because it's so democratic, having the three judges. And I tend to think that all evaluations of poetry are personal, and so that's the only way you can really tell. You know, it, the a judge won't be uh, entrained by a particular theme.
0: Right. You you've got two other chances to uh to uh, uh have a judge on your side, I guess as it were and it, in this case it looks like all the judges were on your side. So, um well done. Um um and you uh let's see let's uh, let's hear your poem.
5: Oh, okay, it's a brecha. You got the pronunciation right and everything. My wife's a There's geologist, it. so What uh, is a breccia? What?
0: Oh, yeah, I got the pronunciation. You're saying it's a geological term?
5: Yeah, it's a type of stone that's made of all different pieces that have been mixed together and cemented. Like the poem. (laughs) There you go. All right, go ahead. Breccia. A ship, they said. An island's more the case. One touch of lips that tore four souls apart. The clock has stopped above the campus lawn. What matters most can hang you from a chain. Three sets of feet were splashing in the foam. Above canals, the windows cut the sun. And there you are in photo number three. He started skidding sideways on the road. He leaves a candle where the future died. There still are things that he can never say. That gray flypaper will not let her go. But nothing here exists that won't be gone. The rubber mask, the hiss of oxygen. Outside, the silent river rumbles by. That's it.
0: Well done, Jim. And you've got such a—you've got a really good reading voice as well. Uh, um, do you do you participate in readings in your own uh, community?
5: Well, I go to a uh, poetry hoots in uh, Lawrence and um, Portsmouth. I should mention
0: you live in Massachusetts, so I assume those are other uh, other uh, towns in the, Mas- in, the, in the Andover area where you're from.
5: Yeah, Lawrence, Mass, and Mass, and then uh, Portsmouth, New Hampshire, which is like a really crowded scene. There'll be 35, 40 readers that they try to fit into the whole thing. Wow. That's pretty good. So um,
0: you, uh, I- I- as part of winning the contest, of course, you got the cash prize. The, the, another prize you you uh, you were contacted by a, an organization about an, an interview and feature spread. Is that correct?
5: Oh, I don't know. I hadn't heard about that yet.
0: Oh well, because um, yeah, I know there was another prize in, involved uh, with your uh, with your um, with your uh, winning first place. Let me um, let me take a look a lot on online where uh where we're talking. Do, have you um, does your do you have a website or anything that anyone should know about?
5: Um I just have a little blog. It's uh Jim K eclectics And that's sort of like a dash between Jim K and Eclectics. So,
0: sort of like a dash.
5: Well I mean the uh, a mid bar instead of an under-bar.
0: oh I get it okay um, so that, that that's I think a bona fide dash as a matter of fact. Yeah.
1: Um,
0: so <laughs> great okay, okay I see yes you um, the Rand Furley review um, this is another prize I guess they haven't uh, contacted you uh, yet, but you are also in addition to the cash prize you are you get a feature spread in the December issue of Rand-Furley review consisting of a selection of your work, an interview. And inclusion of any associated artwork and photography. So I guess they haven't started working on the December uh, issue yet. But um, but that's wow. the other thing that you get uh, uh, as having won the being the person who won the contest this year. So congratulations again.
5: Wow, I didn't know. Well, there I just won again now.
0: <laughs> glad you called in. Now you know. All right. Well, well, Jim, I really appreciate you calling in. It's it's a really it's a cool thing to be able to hear the poems of our of our winners. If anyone would like to check out that poem again, uh, just go to poetrysuperhighway.com, click on Past Poets Archive, and, and about three, uh, three issues down, you'll see Jim's name along with the other two top-scoring uh, uh, winners. Jim was actually in first place, and there were two others who were in second or third, uh, the, the winners of this year's contest, and you can, uh, you can read them all there. Jim, I, I appreciate you uh, calling in today. Thanks so much.
5: Oh, thanks. Call in again,
0: and uh, good luck with your work. <laughs> That's uh, Jim Knowles calling from uh, Andover, Massachusetts. Um, thanks, thanks a lot for calling in, Jim. Uh, moving on, we have a caller. Uh, well, let's see. This is a series of ones, so I'm never sure if that's a cell phone or if you're using the click to talk. So if you're on, um, if you're waiting on, if you're waiting to talk, uh, talk, and we'll see if it's you.
6: Hello, Rick. Good afternoon. Yes. Hello. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Okay. This is Michael from Birmingham. And hey, I noticed, hello, good to be back on the air I know you're pressed for time So I've got a poem that's of regular length And I've, I've edited it down to an abridged version For this afternoon To give other callers a chance to read
0: Fantastic
6: called Beyond the Bicentennial Beyond the Bicentennial Do you make any money doing that? Writing poetry Did David write the Psalms for profit? My muse, my maker, up to the imagination of the reader. His swan song I and my Annabelle Lee like a phoenix first appears from his obit A bright star, a vow pulsating with no need for thought in the tell tale love song A torch ultraviolet. Now the master's sister-wife behind a raven man, interred but never retired, in unweary rags rising to any plane they can imagine, far from physical but not without form, and how many resurrections can one man sustain? For spirit is something so strong decomposition cannot dissever there. Michael, well, I Lincoln, say, why, I, I, think, I feel like we got
0: the television edit of your poem uh, based on your introduction that you that it was a short poem
6: and you cut it down
0: for for today's broadcast. Uh,
6: need I say who it was in reference to? Sure, go ahead. Uh, well, I, in in this revision that I did over the weekend, I made it a point not to mention who it was because I wanted that to surface from the text. Beyond the Bicentennial, this is Edgar Allan Poe's Bicentennial, and um, I wanted to write it without any mention of his name in the text. Anyways, uh, I'm really into celebrating both uh, Edgar Allan Poe's Bicentennial because I think he is one of our first American poets who tried to make it as a writer. And I know you're pressed for time, so I was glad I could air it on the show today. Cheers to Edgar Allan Poe and to all poetry fans. He yeah, helped break the way for us.
0: Well, Michael, I appreciate you calling in. A lot and, and cool. This is a, a really good time of year, of course, to uh, to uh, give a shout out to Poe because uh, of his more macabre work, which we're which we're all kind of familiar with. And I just uh, reminded me to mention. I posted this on my uh, on my Facebook uh, page, but there's a uh, a guy who was just in the news for having traveled around the United States visiting. The graves of um, of American poets from the last couple hundred years. So, um, I, I, um, so that's that's cool that you uh, brought that up. And you can check out my Facebook page if you want to see what his travels were about and where he went and all that kind of thing. But uh, thanks again, Michael. Okay, you yeah, have a good week. You too. It was uh, Michael calling from Birmingham, Alabama, giving his uh, his tribute to Poe. The television edit for uh, for a Poetry Superhighway live. Uh, audiences for, for length, not for context, of course. Context, of course. Um, no, content was the right word there. Moving on, caller from the
7: 386. Hi, how you doing? Pretty good. Uh, my name is Noah Hente, and uh, I was going to read a longer piece, but I guess you have other people behind, so I will try to. We are running a
0: little short on time, So If you got a shorter one, that would be uh, better. Tell me your name. Yeah,
7: or... my name is Noah Hente. I'm in your chat room.
0: Okay, Okay. and uh,
7: where are you calling from? I'm calling you actually from a a small town about 20 minutes from Daytona Beach and maybe 30 minutes from Orlando. Uh, And I get, of course, to either town every once in a while to listen to poets. I haven't started really doing much reading yet. I only started writing uh, back last fall. Anyway, um, I'll do a shorter piece. It's called A Sound Notion. And here it is. Born upon an the twilight that lies between asleep and awake, a notion came to me. In my dusk of not aware, I found a dulcet sound that reached not ears but played itself
1: to my soul.
7: The most perfect music, the omniversal orchestra, where saw oceans lay deliberate rhythms in moontide syncopation where alpine winds danced through mountain ranges as if titans chose to solo, where burnished desert sands shuffle-shifted slowly in counter-percussive cascades, where flaming seraphim authored timeless arias for a host of gas giants, where streaking comets approached with a susurration and passed with vapor symbol crashes. The notion that came to me was that God was sleeping, just as I was, and that he, too, had an alarm clock to bid him rise, a cosmological chronometer actuated by sacred resonance. As a prism will reveal the many different hues that together comprise sunlight, so, too, the sacred resonance is one made from many songs. But in my twilight, in the music upon my soul, One etude was missing. One expected song was silent. Without it, the hallowed note to start God's clock remained beautiful, but incomplete. Before chased away by a dawn, I begged an angel to tell me what was needed. I pleaded to hear what final piece was awry. As I opened my eyes upon yet another day, they were full of tears, and it seemed as if the cherubim's reply came out of my ears rather than into them. It echoed off walls of my silent room as if to assure itself of being heard. What is missing, said my angel, is the sound of peace on earth.
0: That's definitely a sound that's missing in far too many uh, parts of the earth. Uh, Noir gente, thank you so much for calling in today. I really appreciate it.
7: Quite welcome. Uh, I, I have a
0: cousin who lives in Ormond Beach. By I the way, which, that's right right outside of Daytona as well. Cool. So if you run into Stephen Cohen, say hi to him for me.
7: <laughs> I shall, I shall. <laughs> Thank you for letting me read.
0: No problem. Call in again. That was uh, Noir Hente calling uh, from uh, uh, Daytona Beach or just outside of Daytona Beach, uh, Florida. Uh, First-time caller here. Uh, moving on, I've got another caller with uh, just a series of
8: ones here. Um Are you there? Hello. Uh, Hello? Yeah. You can hear me? I can hear you. Great. Hi, Rick. Great to be on the show.
0: Who who am I talking to?
8: This is Nick Fagan.
0: Oh, Nick. Hey, Nick. Hey, from right here in Southern California.
8: Absolutely. On the west side.
0: West side. Um, So, uh, you got a poem for us?
8: Yeah, I do. Ah. Ahem. This one's called uh, Esperanza, which I believe means hope in some other language. And uh, here it goes. It's been days, and she's barely crossed my mind. Food is returning to the tastes I recognize and enjoy—maple, fennel, crème de menthe. The milk in my coffee no longer clouds up an effigy to her. I've started to enjoy real jazz, enjoy the sound of live music, enjoy the company of live musicians. Esperanza, not a woman, not flesh and blood, a coded word, a complex concept, making the simple ritual of beauty transcendent, like the myth of permanence, or the si- shine on the sun. Wow,
0: out of nowhere, and then it's done. There it is. Good job, Nick. How's, uh, how's everything for you in poetry here in Southern California? Got anything you want to pump?
8: Um, nothing to really promote. I do a, uh, well, maybe, I do a once a month, uh, partial reading with some other musicians and, uh, people at a nightclub called the King King in Hollywood. It's usually the, uh, third Monday of the month.
6: Oh, cool.
8: And it's a, the night is called The Floor, and there's a lot of different types of people, but I represent the poetry.
0: Nice. That's very cool. Well, Nick, oh, sorry, you said West Side. What, what city in L.A. do you live in, exactly? It's just,
8: I'm Just in so Santa Pete. Monica. Santa
0: Monica.
8: Santa Monica. Lovely. Lovely. Cool. Great. Well, I
0: appreciate you calling in, um, and uh, good luck with that show. Is there a website or anything that anyone can check out if they wanted to see more about uh, it?
8: Yeah, there's uh, myname.com, Nick Fagan, dot com. Wonderful.
0: Cool. Well, uh, good to hear your voice, and uh, come by the Cobalt sometime, all right?
8: I will very soon, Rick. Take care.
0: You too. That's uh, Nick Fagan from uh, here, uh, Southern California, calling from Santa Monica. Uh,
1: moving on, we've got
0: two more people. I'm going to try to uh, squeeze them before we run out of time. Um, another local caller, local to me anyway. A caller from the 818.
9: Hi. Hi, Rick. This is Money Suri. How you doing? Hey, Money. Good, good. How are you doing? Uh, I'm doing fine. Uh, good to know. Uh, I know someone personally who's on the radio. <laughs> yes. Well.
0: <laughs> the the internet radio, as it were. Right, right. All these terms that aren't real anymore, like you know, over the air, and uh, that's right, and uh, you know that kind of thing. They just don't work anymore. Uh, right, kind of this thing. is
9: more like over the ether.
0: <laughs> right.
9: Um, so okay. cool. What,
0: let's hear, let's hear your poem. Uh,
9: I have one poem from um, my second chapbook uh, called Reflection. More poetry my wife hates or the mistresses I'll never have who might have loved it. And the poem is, It Came to Pass. It came to pass that a man killed his brother, the earth was his accomplice, it gave him the weapon, a rock. It came to pass that tribes slaughtered other tribes, the clashing and clanging of swords and shields, bringing in the years. It came to pass that women and children were raped and mutilated Their shelters raised the earth with fire, and the sky was black with smoke. It came to pass that nations warred, flesh and bones thudded and cracked. Peasant women and children became widows and orphans. It came to pass that hooves thundered over prairies, steppes, and tundra. Horses snorted fiercely and neighed hysterically in the confusion of battle. It came to pass that the pungent smell of death and disease assailed the nostrils and grassy knolls amid blood-stained daffodils and wildflowers. It came to pass that children were torn limb from limb and tossed in mother's laps. It came to pass that men were sawn in half but never relinquished their faith. It came to pass that death's hail fell from azure skies darkened by bombs. It came to pass that a new son was born from a mushroom and scorched everything. It came to pass that the earth bore the scars of rotting wheels, of wagons, cannons, smashing, exploding bombs, the air crackling with radioactivity. Man wore an uncommon halo and burned to anonymity. It came to pass the sight of open wounds, eyes glazed with astonished glass stares in gaunt sockets, mouths agape, spewing, gurgling blood, numbed one's, Senses. It came to pass that a white flag, grayed with war's grime, fluttered and hung still in the fog. It came to pass that a Montague gave a rose to a Capulet. It came to pass that a man from the north shook hands with a man from the south. It came to pass that a man from the east married a woman from the west. It came to pass that Lucy was everyone's too many to count great's great grandmother because of her shared mitochondrial RNA. It came to pass that a hidden message was decoded from strands of deoxyribonucleic acid. All men are brothers. It came to pass that a poet penned a poem, and doves flew off the page, bearing verses. As for revenge, this too shall pass. That's it.
0: Monty, well done. Um, Thank uh, you. Good reading of that that poem I, I i chuckle every time I hear the the titles of your books um and i'm I'm so sorry your wife doesn't appreciate your poetry but uh the internet is good for finding mistresses i hear so uh you you're in good shape
9: <laughs> uh I won't tell her that <laughs> <laughs> good
0: it's other things she doesn't want to hear you got you got a website or anything people can uh, go to if they want to check out more
9: uh well we have uh I have some of my poetry on poetic diversity. Um, and uh, I guess if you can Google my name, uh, you could probably find some of my other poems elsewhere. But uh, I host uh, a co host uh, reading in Santa Monica, the Rap Saloon uh, Poetry Reading Series. We're in our ninth year. And uh, really? uh, every Friday night, uh, we start at 8 o'clock. Uh, re- the reading actually starts at, at 8.30, 30, at 8. And uh, we'd love to have people come and join us.
0: Cool. Very cool. Well, Moni, I appreciate you calling in um, and, uh, and sharing good reading. Thank you. Thank you for the opportunity. My pleasure. Calling again. That's um, Moni Suri calling from here in Southern California. I only have a couple minutes left. I'm going to go right away to a caller from the 978 area code. Hi. Are you there, 978? 978 is not there. How about... Um, you, caller, of just a bunch of ones, meaning it's your cell phone or a blocked number or something like that. Is is anyone else there? Just speak if you're on the phone. That wasn't speaking. That was background noises. Alrighty. Well, looks like that person's gone. Um, okay. Um, well, um, gosh, rushed to uh, get to that last caller, and uh, and uh, he or she not there. Um, that's okay. We've only got about a minute left, so I can just use the the time to say thanks to everyone for calling in. Nicole from Columbus, David from Newark, New Jersey, Howard, Yosha from uh, Laguna Hills, California, um, all repeat. Uh, actually, Howard was a first-time caller. Jay Bradley, first time calling in from Orlando, Florida. Michael from Birmingham, Alabama, who uh uh, a girl from England I know said had a had a cool accent. Uh, Michael, thank you for calling in. Um, Nora Hente from Daytona Beach, Florida, uh, who I, I guess is best friends with my cousin who lives in Ormond Beach uh, just down the street from Daytona. Uh, Nora Hente, thanks for being a first-time caller here on Poetry Highway Live. By the way, Noir Hente left his, uh, um, <coughs> his website in the chat room. If you want to visit it, it's myspace.com slash... Hente, N O I R J E N T E. That's myspace.com slash noirgente dot one well, dot nothing, just slash gente. So there you go. Um, also, Nick Fagan and uh, Mani Suri, both uh, callers from here in Southern California, who I just spoke with, uh, thanks so much. Uh, great show today. We've got um, our next show scheduled for December 6th. Uh, it's not quite up uh, on the, or officially scheduled yet because you can only schedule shows officially five weeks out, and that's six weeks out, I think, or something crazy like that, but save the date, December 6th, 2 p.m., and check us out online, uh, PoetrySuperhighway.com. And uh, thanks, everyone, for listening, and of course, you can listen to all of our past shows in the archive. My name is Rick Lupert. I'm the, uh, oh, you know who I am. Thanks a lot, everyone. This has been a great show. Have a good one.